Hey everybody, this is TJ Sweet bringing you another episode of Living the Sweet Life. We're going to be talking about how to shape your mindset, look at life through grateful lens, and how to live your life with more intention. For this episode, we're going to spend quite a bit of time talking about goal setting, kind of the mindset around that, and then uh, I'll be giving you some strategies around how to kind of set some goals and then some strategies to accomplishing those goals and maintaining your improvement and success. So the first thing that I want to talk a lot about is, is living your life with intention. And that first, it starts with attaching meaning to everything you think, say, and do. So getting out of cruise control, getting out of autopilot in our relationships, in our career, our spending habits, what we eat, our fitness, just anything like think about what you're thinking about when your effort is high, when you feel joy, just be present enough to think about like what is bringing you that much joy and then intentionally do more of that. And then how you want, how you sound to others. Think about how intentionally thinking about how you want to sound to others and what kind of example you want to be for the people that you have in your life. And we always have this moment to where we can quickly change our intention because our intention always leads to our impact. The impact that we have on others stems from our intention of, of why we do what we do and why we say what we do. And as far as setting goals, the one thing I'd recommend is the first step is getting your head right. So believing in yourself and developing a clear focus before you sit down and write down any goals. I'm going to get into defining kind of what I mean by goals here in a little bit, but I just want to talk a little bit about this kind of my first example of, of this phrase of getting your head right. So I have a great mentor and fitness trainer uh, named Scott Schutte from Columbia Strength and Conditioning, and I've had the opportunity to train with him for over seven years, and he's had a lasting impact in my life, and I'm going to tell a few stories about him uh, during this episode. But the first time that he told me about getting my head right was when I was training with him and we were doing some pretty heavy lifts. And in between sets, we were having a casual conversation about something. And as I was getting ready to lift that weight right off the rack, Scott looked at me dead in the eye and said, you need to get your head right. And instantly I knew exactly what he meant. He could tell that I was still distracted, still thinking about the side conversation we were having. And he knew that I needed to refocus. And so just in that one sentence, one moment, I realized the power that we have of being able to intentionally focus on what we're doing in front of us instead of just subconscious brain taking over and, and just kind of on cruise control. And so whenever you're setting goals, you know, the first thing you got to do when you sit down is, is kind of get your head right, kind of get your head in a space of, of what goal do you have? Why do you want to accomplish that goal? And what does it mean to you? And setting goals that make you become something along the way is more powerful and impactful in your life. Now, I also want to encourage setting any goal that you have. You know, you don't have to set a grand goal um, in order to improve. It could just be as simple as uh, maybe you want to become more grateful or um, become a better listener or, um, you know, it really could just be anything that you recognize that you want to improve on. And so 
the important thing about staying focused on your goal without being lost in uh, the goal being off in the distance. So you have to be focused on where you are now. And the important thing about that is just understanding that beginning with the end in mind. So understanding where you are now, understanding where you want to be and wanting to do the work and wanting to do what you need to do to get there just as much as you want the actual goal. And so to define a goal, really, it's really just um, kind of anything. uh, Webster's definition actually is the end toward which effort is directed. So your goal could be a financial goal. It could be an event-based goal. It could be um, something around fitness or your career, or just like a personal trait that you want to work on. And But the idea of the end toward which effort is directed is really just effort and intention equals goals, right? Accomplishing your goals. So whenever you have that goal and you have that clear why uh, that we've talked about already and you have that why does that thing matter to you so much that you work on that, how is it going to impact your life and how is it going to impact others? I want you to also think about creating a vision. So what does it look like? Like, what does it feel like when you actually accomplish that goal? And get as detailed as you possibly can. So think about like what, uh, whatever your goal is, and then just try to break it down and get as simple and as, as granular with it as you can so that you can actually recognize the difference. And then also kind of recognize the momentum that you're making while you work on your goal so that you realize that every single step along the way is helping you become shaped um, and is preparing you for what has been prepared for you. So I'm going to spend a little bit of time just talking about fitness goals, just because it's something that's near and dear to me and it's something I'm passionate about, but also um, it's something that I hear a lot about. And so you'll often hear people that get in the best shape of their life for their wedding or maybe it's a high school reunion or a class reunion or a family reunion, or maybe it's a 5k or maybe it's just losing 10 pounds or maybe it's being a certain body fat percentage. But one thing that I want to emphasize that I learned along the way is we need to place just as much value on who we are now, as much as we do as far as being in a certain status or uh, fitness status, uh, being in that shape that we want to be in for that significant event. So kind of loving yourself along the way and knowing that you are already loved and valued and appreciated and respected regardless of any anything else. And so my example, my story around this is, is something that um, was a transformative story and a transformative moment in my life. So I train at Columbia Strength and Conditioning and the trainers there have taught me some valuable lessons that um, I have utilized in many different areas of my life. And one of them that was the most impactful for me was again, when I was training with with Scott shooting, we were doing some uh, lifestyle coaching where we talk about nutrition and sleep and stress and gratitude and, and many different things. And I had a goal of getting to 8% body fat. And um, I don't know why there wasn't really even a clear why, right on why that number. 
Um, honestly, when I talked to him, I talked about 10% body fat and I thought like, well, you know, let's just go a little bit lower. Right. So I didn't even have a very clear why. So I just thought 8% body fat was my goal. And then when I was going through that journey, I was crystal clear on what I was doing. I was having great success. We were measuring every couple of weeks and my numbers were going down. Everything was going great. I was feeling great. And then we measured one day and I measured at 10.2% body fat. And I was extremely disappointed. I was upset. I was frustrated because I had done everything that I thought I needed to do to get to where I wanted to be. But in that moment, Scott said one thing that completely transformed how I think about everything now. He said, if you're not happy at 10%, 10 10.2% body fat, you're not going to be happy at eight. And the reason why that transformed everything for me is because I kept seeing what my body wasn't instead of appreciating what it was. So then I started to, obviously after that, I started to really kind of look at my life in general, right? And that's a big um, catalyst behind my life of gratitude that I lead is I started to really more look at what I was instead of what I could have been or should have been or whatever it may be in that situation. And so I knew that I had to get my head right after that moment, after that one sentence of you're never going to be happy unless you're happy now. And happy doesn't mean that you take your foot off the gas. Happy just means that you appreciate yourself. You appreciate the work you've put in. I know all of you listening, you, you work hard. You, you do a lot of amazing things. But do you stop and give yourself credit? Even if you aren't there yet. Even if you have room to improve. And by the way, secret is everybody has room to improve in everything. So my encouragement there is just pause for a moment. Think about how you're growing. Think about how you're learning and celebrate some of those small victories along the way, because that's really who you're going to need to become so that you can even accomplish and maintain those goals. So I want to share my goals with you all for that I have for, for 2020. And the only reason why I want to share those goals, one is to kind of put myself out there because I want um, you all to know that I'm just uh, being honest and accountable. And um, plus it motivates me to, to accomplish these goals as well. So I set goals in the, in the sense of I'm just getting started. So I have a goal of publishing this podcast, um, which we've already done. Uh, I have a goal of reading 52 books, maintaining 10% body fat, saving $10,000, reading my Bible daily, taking a vacation and publishing my second book. Now those goals are kind of all over the place, but it's something that inspires me. Like I want to be the person that reads 52 books a year. I, I know what I need to do, right? That's one book a week. That's pretty simple, but you got to develop a plan. You got to develop a strategy around that. You're not just going to accidentally read 52 books a year, but I know being disciplined and I, and focusing on why I want those things and, and who I'm going to become along the way, but being grateful along the way is going to be the most important piece for me because I want to continue to serve and I want to continue to um, pour into everybody in the best way that I can. So I want to kind of shift a little bit on kind of what I've done 
for strategies to help myself accomplish some of those goals. So I've had the unique opportunity to train with the Neural Leadership Institute and work on some kind of more brain-based focus coaching. And thinking about what do you need to do in order to accomplish the goal, right? So oftentimes we have um, an outcome goal, right? And so um, I'm going to use just a couple of examples. So just kind of bear with me here and to see how they can apply to maybe something that you want to work on. So breaking down each strategy to the simplest daily action so that you can consistently do what you need to do to accomplish your goal. So for example, if your goal is to lose 10 pounds, you work out every day or you work out consistently or a couple days a week, whatever you can do, but you're still struggling. You're still plateauing. Well, maybe it's nutrition, right? So maybe you, maybe you need to learn the right foods to eat, right? But if you set the goal to, to learn the right foods you need to eat, well, probably not because we all probably know the foods we need to eat, right? So maybe that's not the goal. But I don't think losing 10 pounds is the goal either because you, you're, you're still not developing that strategy. So when you learn the right foods you need to eat, maybe it's food prep, right? So maybe you need to do food prep. Well, maybe maybe you're doing food prep or maybe you can't get the food prep done. Well, maybe food prep's probably not your best goal then if you're not able to get that done. So what else could you do? And maybe the reason why you can't do food prep is because you need to go to the grocery store twice a week to get the right foods. So if you think about going to the grocery store twice a week to get the right foods will then help you food prep and then your nutrition will be on point and then you'll be able to lose 10 pounds. But we so often just have the goal of lose 10 pounds, but we can't tangibly think about what can we do consistently daily or a couple times a week to help us get to that ultimate goal. And another goal that I have for myself is just to become a better listener. I have two ears, one mouth for a reason. I learn a lot more when I'm listening than when I'm talking. And so for me, becoming a better listener isn't really necessarily the goal is just as much as I want to listen to people to understand what they're saying, not to reply. I want to show people how much they mean to me by actually paying attention to them and staying focused on them. And those are the type of things that are going to help me become a better listener. So having a goal could just be, like I said earlier, some a personal attribute that maybe you want to work on. So practicing gratitude could be a goal that you have. And it just starts with what can you do daily so that you gain confidence and you gain momentum so that you could live a more grateful life and live that sweet life. And one important thing I'll reiterate again is to not let your end goal distract you from your ultimate goal. The ultimate goal is to become better, to improve, but to always appreciate who you are along the way. So just to recap, as far as writing down your goals, write down why you want to accomplish your goals. First, get your head right, kind of develop a sustainable strategy that you know you can do, celebrate victories along the way, 
And then the last two pieces. While you work on your goals, one thing that will really help you gain momentum is if you help others accomplish their goals. Lift up, lift up others with you. Or if you recognize somebody else has a goal, start to tell them some of the strategies that you've worked on. And it'll help reinforce the success behind um, some of your intentional efforts. And when it comes to setting goals and accomplishing goals, probably the most important thing that I can suggest is to be humble, right? You aren't better than anyone else. You're just working on becoming the best version of yourself. So be humble while you keep living that sweet life. I really hope that you all have enjoyed uh, this. I absolutely love getting to do these episodes and um, I hope all of you subscribe so that you'll know when you when new episodes are ready to go. And um, you can reach out to me personally at on Instagram and it's at TJ sweet 30. If you have more information or if you want to talk or if you just have some thoughts around anything I've talked about, um, I'd love to connect with you and um, I'll leave you with just a few last um, thoughts. Be grateful, be humble, be optimistic, and never stop. I look forward to the next episode coming soon.